Hello, my name's Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting Podcast. This is the accountancy podcast where I answer accountancy-based questions. In this first series, I'm going through the startup questions. And at the moment, I'm focused on those that you might have if you've decided to be self-employed, so a sole trader. So in previous episodes, I've answered questions such as, how do you let HMRC know that you're self-employed? I've explained the £1,000 trading allowance, and I've gone through what records that you need to be keeping. Now, in last week's episode, I answered the question of what information will you need to declare to HMRC when you complete your self-assessment tax return? Now, in today's episode, I'm going to expand on that a little bit. And I'm going to answer the question of, should you choose the cash basis when you're putting together those figures to go on your self-assessment tax return? Now, as always, before I answer the question, I need to do my two very quick disclosures. So the first is I'm a UK-based accountant. So I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the second is because I'm sat in my office talking to myself, I'm going to have to generalise the advice I'm going to give. And to keep the podcast episode short, there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things a little bit as well. So if you would like sort of more detail, um, some more tailored advice, you've got any follow-up questions, what you can do is visit my website, which is loudandclearaccounting.co.uk. And from there, you will be able to book in a paid session with myself and we can have a face-to-face chat and I can go through any questions that you've got. So that's the quick disclosures out of the way. So let's get on with answering the question. Should you choose the cash basis for your business when you're putting together your self-employment details to declare on your self-assessment tax return? So I guess I should probably start with explaining what the cash basis is. Now, traditionally, when you were putting together your figures for your self-assessment tax return, you would add up all of the invoices that your business has sent out to its customers during the year. And you would add up all of the invoices, expenses, receipts that you've had from your suppliers during the year. And that's the figures you would declare to HMRC, regardless of whether they've been paid or not. Now, the cash basis is where you declare income and expenditure based upon what's actually been paid during the year. So it's HMRC's way of simplifying the process and making it a little bit easier for you to do your own self-assessment tax return. So I'm now going to go through two positives and two reasons why you may choose to use the cash basis. And then I'm going to go through three negatives. So reasons why you may not want to go for the cash basis. So the first one is that, as I've just said, it's far easier to do. If you've been keeping a separate bank account for your self-employment business, what you can do is once the tax year has ended, log on to your bank account, download the statements for the tax year, you know, as an Excel or a CSV file. And you've then got all of your transactions on an Excel spreadsheet for you. You can then go through, delete any personal transactions, whether that's a purchase that doesn't relate to your business or whether that's you withdrawing your own income and then add up those two totals. So you've got a total of all the money you received from your customers and all the money you paid out to your suppliers. And those are the figures that go on your tax term. So nice and simple and quick to do. 
Then the second positive is that obviously with the cash basis, you are only paying tax on the money that you've received. And this can be very handy if you're someone who offers credit terms to your customers. So if you give your customers 30 days to pay you, maybe you've got clients to take even longer than that. You may even have a few clients who you're not sure are actually going to pay you at all. If you use the cash basis, that income will not be included. Whereas if you were to use the more traditional accruals method, because you've raised that invoice, it needs to go on the tax return. Now that links me into the negatives. So the cash basis can benefit you if your clients are slow to pay you or you give them credit terms and they take advantage of those. The more sort of traditional accruals method can be beneficial if you've got clients who pay you in advance. So if you've got clients who buy blocks of time from you, or you require a 50, maybe even 100% or full payment before you do any work for them. Now, this could mean that you have a large amount of income received in February or March for jobs that you're not going to undertake until sort of April, May or June. So under the cash basis, you will still be paying tax on these because the money has hit your bank account. In the accruals basis, so the more traditional way, they would be excluded because the work relates to the following tax year. So those two are obviously linked. Look at your customers and see, do they pay you after you've done the work or do they pay you before they've done the work? And that could be a good indication of whether the cash basis is good for you. Now, the second negative or point to consider is your personal allowances. So as you probably know, you've got a personal allowance every year. It's around about sort of £12,500. If you don't use that up, nothing is rolled forward until the following tax year. It's a use it or lose it sort of allowance. So be aware of all of these. You know, it may be that in the first year you've exceeded the personal allowance, but you know, you're getting close to the higher rate tax threshold, which is around about 50000 you want to make sure that all of these bands are utilised. So let's use an example. Let's say in your startup year, so your first year, you raise invoices of £15,000, but you've only been paid £10,000. Now, if you use the accruals basis, you would pay tax on the fifteen. If you use the cash basis, you will pay tax on the 10. And that can obviously be very attractive. Now, obviously, I'm assuming no expenditure at this point, just to keep things simple. But then let's say the following year, your business really takes off. And in the course of that year, you invoice and you get paid £50,000. Now, if you'd use the cash basis, you didn't pay tax on the 5000 that wasn't paid in the tax year, which means that in the following year, you've got income of 55. Now, by pushing that five from one tax year to the next has meant that in the second year, your tax bill is going to be considerably higher because you've gone from paying sort of 9% on the two and a half, sort of that takes you up from the 10 to the personal allowance, and then 29 
from the personal allowance up to that 15. Two, having to pay 42% tax on that 5% now is in the higher rate band. So you're probably about sort of a grand or so worse off using the cash basis in this instance. Now, this is obviously a hard thing for me to explain on a podcast. Sometimes we need a bit of a graph or a bit of a visual, but that's one thing to just keep in mind. Make sure you are, you know, don't necessarily focus on your tax bill, focus on using up those allowances. Are you under the personal tax threshold if you use the cash basis compared to the accruals? Therefore, you may want to use the accruals to use up that personal allowance rather than roll it into the next year and then possibly having to pay a higher amount of tax when that money does come in. Now, the final thing to sort of consider is whether your business is going to make a loss or not. Because if you use the cash basis, HMRC will not allow you to use that loss to offset against any taxable employment income that you've received in that year. So if you've been employed during the tax year and your self-employment has run alongside and then maybe you made a loss because you've had to pay out for a website, you've had to pay out for some equipment. If you use the accruals basis, that loss can go against your employment income decrease in that and can often result in a tax refund. If you've used the cash basis, they do not allow this. So you don't lose that loss, but that loss is rolled forward into the next tax year to be offset against future self-employment profits. So it can kind of just delay you receiving that tax back. So those are the things to consider. So When you come to do your self-assessment and you're sort of hovering over that cash basis button, ask yourself, have you used up all of your allowances? Have any of your customers paid you during the tax year that relates to work that you've done in the following tax year? And have you made a loss? Because if you've used, if any of those three relate to you, I probably would avoid the cash basis. But if things are nice and simple, you want to do your tax return quickly and easily. You don't want to engage in an accountant possibly. And you only want to pay tax on the money you've received in the year. So no prepayments or anything like that. Then the cash basis could be exactly what you need. So I hope that all makes sense. This one's been a little bit hard to explain on a podcast. I could do with a graph or um, an Excel spreadsheet up to show you some figures, but I hope it all makes sense. And in next week's episode, I'm going to be answering the question of how much money should you be setting aside for your tax bill? See you next week. 